would like to preface this episode with the fact that this is a subject very near and dear to my heart. Um, I love watching movies. They're one of my favorite means of storytelling and one of my favorite pastimes to share with my husband and children. I think movies can give us a concrete way of explaining the world to our children, not to mention quite a few of them make for pretty excellent sermon illustrations. Lately, I've been hearing a lot of buzz around the movie Turning Red, recently released by Pixar and Disney. I've heard both criticism and praise, but I have yet to actually watch the movie myself. Personally, I did not find it particularly appealing even before the criticism started swirling, and my kiddos aren't at the age range for that type of story anyway, so I don't think I will be taking the time to watch the movie anytime soon. However, it got me thinking about how we engage stories, particularly movies, with our children. To speak generally, there seems to be a spectrum in ways of which parents choose to deal with how their children are impacted by secular or mainstream culture. On one end, you have people who would not dream of letting their children go to the movies with friends or listen to any music produced by anything other than a strictly Christian musician. The parents that are strictly containment-oriented. They function primarily out of fear for what their children might possibly pick up. On the other end are parents who see no harm in letting their children watch whatever they please and however much of it they please without having any dialogue with their children about what they are consuming. As a personal aside, I've known a lot of Christian parents that fall into the first category, but not so many that fall into the second. All of that said, both extremes have different pitfalls and manage to damage the parent-child relationship in different ways. The containment parents find their children rebelling or resenting them later in life, while the children often do not have a strong basis for the faith their parents so desired to pass on to them. Conversely, parents at the other end of the spectrum have no open dialogue with their children about how difficult about difficult issues and end up not impressing the importance of their faith in their everyday lives on their children. So what's the solution? Conversation and intentionality. There are a lot of beautiful movies that exist in the world that are prime didactic tools for children. But even besides that, they offer an opportunity to help develop your child's critical thinking skills, to teach them that not everything they see in culture is worth emulating, nor is it true. Because as much as you might want to shield them from the world, they will eventually encounter it. That doesn't mean that you have to throw them off the deep end, but preparing them to interact with different worldviews, engage in meaningful conversation, and judge well what is right and what is wrong, instead of simply parroting what they've been taught, will create a much better relationship between child and parent and a much stronger basis for faith. Having worked with youth and young adults for the majority of my time in ministry, and having been blessed to sit under campus ministers who were engaged in the work of cultural exegesis for the sake of leading others to Christ, I've compiled a list of tips to help navigate general conversation about movies and media in general with your children. First step, selecting a movie. The first step in this process is selecting a movie or piece of media to engage with. I've outlined some criteria below for you to consider as you go. Remember, it does not have to be perfect. Largely what you're looking for is how much attention you will have to give to preparing beforehand and knowing whether to save a movie for another time. Judge age appropriateness. 
This is probably the most important thing. Before you can decide whether to engage in a conversation with your child about the media they're consuming, you have to decide whether you can have a meaningful conversation about said media. Chances are if your child's not in an age where you can have that conversation, it's probably a good idea to skip that form of media altogether. For example, Turning Red is about puberty. My children are three and one year old. This is not an age-appropriate movie for them to watch. Encanto, on the other hand, is about family and how we're all a special part of our family dynamic. We can talk about their special place in our family and how even families hurt each other sometimes and need to reconcile with one another. While I cannot have an in-depth conversation concerning the ins and outs of trauma and reconciliation, I can talk with my children about how we should treat each other as family. Behavior. One of the common complaints I've heard about turning red is about the behavior displayed by the main character, specifically towards her mother. And while I hear this complaint and I understand the concern, I also want to know how that behavior is being displayed. Is it being applauded as brave, good, or appropriate? Or is it being set as an example of what not to do? We watch a lot of superhero movies in our house. Some of them are meant for children, others are not. There's a lot of stealing, fighting, and what one might generally call bad behavior. But it's shown as being the behavior of the bad guys. It's not set up as what you should be doing, but rather as bad behavior. To go back to Encanto, both Abuela and Mirabel shout at each other and put each other down right before the house falls to pieces. This behavior is not billed as acceptable or good, but as behavior that leads to a need for repair. Number two, preparing for a conversation. As you prepare to engage with your chosen movie, remember this is not a time to lecture. Your child's done nothing wrong. You've permitted them to watch the movie, and the actions of the message of the story may be lost on your child entirely. That in mind, you don't have to see this as a time to set your child straight about how the world works or how you should behave. This is a time to have an open dialogue about the movie and its contents. You should be asking more questions than anything during this time. Opening questions. Don't try to dive right into the tough stuff. Just try asking your child if they liked the movie. <laughs> Ask them who their favorite character was, what their favorite scene was, and why they think that is. They will probably ask you who your favorite was too. Answer honestly and without an agenda. Just open up a conversation and start to follow it where it goes. Don't ask any leading questions. These are questions that the kids know you want a right answer to. Just open up a conversation and start to follow it where it goes. Who is your favorite character? What part did you like the most? Did you like how the movie ended or why? These are just some examples of opening questions, things that are going to open up for a better conversation. Moving on to critical thinking questions, having opened up the conversation on a positive note, then you can turn your child's attention to what the movie was lacking. Again, this is not a time to lecture. This is a time to help hone your child's critical thinking skills. By helping them to engage their own sense of judgment, they're learning better how to identify good and bad behavior and moral and immoral actions. Ask them questions like this. Were there any parts that you didn't like? What do you think 
this character could have done differently? What do you think that character did? Why do you think that character did what they did? How do you think you would have handled the situation? Abstract thought. This section of conversation is designed for teenagers. Young children are not quite capable of understanding that everything contains a worldview, and they can't quite grasp what it means to interpret meaning from a movie into their own lives. Teenagers, however, are just on the cusp of developing their capacity for abstract thought. They're learning how to deal with concepts and thought processes, and they are just starting to figure out that not everyone thinks as they do. Continue using open questions to draw your child's attention to things rather than lecturing. Try juxtaposing the worldview of the movie to that presented by Jesus in the Bible. Prompt your child to make comparisons. Be cautious not to ask leading questions. Remember, these are questions that your child can tell have a right answer. Remember, the goal is not to give a lecture or pop quiz, but to help your child see the underlying worldview and message in the movie they enjoyed. Questions about worldview may go as follows. What do you think the overall message of the movie was? How do you think Jesus would interact with this character? What do you think the creators of this film want you to believe about the world? What did you learn from this movie? Do you think this movie changed your mind about anything? Number three, watch the movie. Now actually go and watch the movie. You can choose to watch the movie during your preparation stage before you see it with your children, or you can just watch it with them. For the most part, you can make this decision by reading ratings and reviews. If there's quite a bit of buzz about the movie, you can watch it beforehand and make your own judgments before watching it with your kids. If it's appropriately rated with very little to suggest that there are any surprises, you can be pretty sure it's just going that just going with your children will probably be just fine. If you want, you can let your children know that you're interested to hear what they think of the movie. But be careful not to make it sound like you're going to grill them with questions afterwards, or worse, lecture them. Number four, having that conversation. We've already gone through helpful questions and how to begin the conversation. Now just do it. Remember, it won't be helpful if you just unload all the things you didn't agree with or found abhorrent. In fact, it will probably make the, worst, the wrong type of lasting memory for your child. One where they don't feel comfortable talking to you about hard things thereafter. So be gentle. Open the door for the conversation to happen and stay calm. And don't just read questions off a list. Ask a question and see where the conversation goes. Think on your feet and keep the ball rolling. The best sign of success is if you are talking very little and your child is talking quite a lot. Let them process verbally or silently, whatever works best for them. This is about helping them grow as a person, not drilling them for conformity to your way of thinking. Conclusion. This is not a precise science. There's no replacement for knowing your child and what they're ready for. But I will leave you with some advice. Expect the best of your children. Or conversely, stop expecting the worst of your children. They are smart and intuitive. They are trying to figure out the world, and the worst thing you could possibly do is pass up the chance to give them a helping hand. <laughs>